This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. we're all invasion sequence. Three, two, one. Hit me with those laser beams. Together again at last. Oh my god, you guys. It's been months, actually. Yeah, actually, literally like, months. Oh my god. Beginning of December. We haven't both fallen off the planet completely. And we're back with episode number 89 of Warehouse 11. The good news is that we have stacks and stacks of CDs in the studio that we're going to play for you today. Tapes, vinyls, CDs. Cassettes, a, a lot couple, of cassettes. A couple of iPod touches that we're going to hook up with an aux cord. Oh my gosh, those were the days. Uh, it, this show airs live on EF Radio Thursday nights at 10 o'clock East or West. And you can also find it anytime you desire via podcast at warehouse11.com. Let's get the show started. This is the uh, song of the mm, late summer fall remixed by Chris Lorenzo. It's Jay Balvin, Skrillex, and uh, Lorenzo as well. It's called In the Ghetto on Warehouse 11. In the Ghetto. Esto se jodió, la vecina no sé qué bebió, el vecino no sé qué prendió, a la gente no sé qué le dio, pero todo el mundo está loco, todo el mundo, todo el mundo está loco, todo el mundo rayado del coco, y yo solo sé que montaron. Oh, 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 
compared to what we're normally used to hearing from him. That one's uh, with Mansion Air. The song is called Strangers. By the way, my name is Kent. And I'm Clayton. If you forgot who we are, which is very possible since we took a little sabbatical to celebrate the holidays and for Clayton to go work in a tundra at the North Pole. Yeah, I landed in Billings, Montana, and it was negative 10 on the thermometer, plus a wind chill. It, it got better really though, great. right? It did. Like, yeah. It did. Uh, it did. We had a heat wave. It got up to like 35, 40. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too much better in other parts of the country right around that same time. So I think you were freezing as well, right? Yeah. 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 So I had I had minimal uh, sympathy for you at rude. the time. But, How rude. Uh, so... I don't even know where we left off or where to start, but a good starting point is to discuss this new festival. At least it's new to the Western U.S. It's Skyline Festival that Insomniac's brands Factory 93 and Day Trip are doing mm-hmm. on February 26th and 27th in downtown Los Angeles. So this show did happen in Florida, Orlando last year, I believe. Yeah, May. It was Memorial Day weekend last mm-hmm. year. Because as we know, Florida were one of the few places in the country that was allowing events to happen during this time frame. So, Good old Florida man letting us party. Finally, uh, LA is going to allow it, at least we hope. And uh, it's a two day, 21 plus event with a staggering lineup of house and techno artists, including Carl Cox, Chris Lake, Claptone, Clooney, uh, Green Velvet, Honey Love, Lee Foss, Loco Dice, Marco Carolla, Maya Jane Coles, Noizu, Sonny Federa. It's one of those lineups that if we were to curate a festival, it would look a lot like this. I mean, it's, it's, it's everyone that we want to see all on one list uh so put that on your list if you would like to enjoy that again february 26th and 27th in downtown los angeles i don't think we actually know the exact location of that yet i imagine you'll get uh you'll find some posters with a a number on it 
the good the good old days uh also uh, tickets are on sale now by the way and they started at i think 99 bucks Ooh. for the two-day show and they went up they went up from there but they're still pretty reasonable all things considered uh we were talking about john summit and how he is booked to play coachella this year which is a huge win for an artist that just basically came out of nowhere during the pandemic he like coalesced out of a pandemic into stardom yeah. it's kind of incredible and uh, so he's booked for that, but the bad news is he apparently has is under a radius performance clause, meaning that because he's playing Coachella, he and all the other Coachella artists can't play other festivals within a certain mile range of that, which unfortunately includes EDC Vegas, which is just a few weeks later in Las Vegas. So that's which unfortunate. Is- insane by the yeah, way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I we were just discussing what how many miles does this radius cover and why? Because these are not the same festival cultures, audiences, whatever. Like I could see if it was EDC mm-hmm. versus competing dance music festival in a certain amount of right. range, but that is not Coachella, at least not in my opinion of Coachella. I guess some people would argue that, well, there's a big Sahara tent that only plays dance music, but... But also that, Kanye West is headlining, so yeah, like, yeah. let's and not forget of, that. And a bunch of other people that I have no interest in seeing, but a lot of people do. So, uh, yeah, anyway, he's, um, he's not going to make it after playing like 32 different sets at EDC... Vegas 2021, so I guess he got his complete fill in there. I also have to wonder what happens if he just shows up and decides to play a renegade set from his tent at Camp I was, EDC. I was about to say like, that. I mean, what's going to happen? You, Coachella finds out and they sue your ass or they take their money back or what? You know, maybe. <laughs> maybe they could do something like that, but I mean... Like, I could see if they're not on the lineup... That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. But if they are, if they're just there and they perform without any compensation, yeah. is that a loophole or? What if he just goes as an attendee and has all of his gear in his right. tent and his pod, which is what we do, allegedly, which is exactly what we do. So please stop by and talk to us. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But we were while we were having this conversation, we were trying to figure out how old John Summit was, and Clayton. Did some research and I found fell out. for the meme because <laughs> this dude is out here telling people he's 15 and 16 <laughs> years old. He had an Instagram post where he's posing in front of a birthday wall that just says "Happy Sweet 16." Oh God, he's like 23. The, that's 24. the first when you Google how old is John Summit. The first response says 16 he's years. 16. Old. They're like, yep, he's definitely 16. My response was, "There's no way somebody is letting him." be a drunk fool on <laughs> socials if he's he 16 years old there's no way especially he's signed to a legitimate record label and everything else like no way is that he's got like cool parents for a record label they don't care They're like as long as you're safe i mean it is it is pasquale's insomniac records so yeah. i mean i guess anything goes but yeah i i was gonna guess early 20s and that seems to be pretty accurate so he's born and bred in, or born and born and bred, born and raised in Chicago. Um, yeah, not a good, <laughs> maybe bred, bred in, in I don't Chicago. know. <laughs> Dear Lord. He's a DJ, not a racehorse. 
Uh, we should probably just go back to music Let's and we'll recover from that later. So here's um there's there's a bunch of songs that I've collected that I kind of forgot what they even sound like. Here's one of those. This is Bassani. The song is called Pass on Warehouse 11.
Chaos 11, that is uh, Adapter, is the actual name of the artist. The song is called Back to You. Uh, tons of festival lineups dropped since we last talked with you. One of those is Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo. which <clears throat> I think this may be the most dancey lineup I have seen. Bonnaroo put out in many, many years. Look at, at the least. small print because I looked at it at first just glancing and I was like, oh, this is aight. But then when I looked down at the small print, I was like, there's so many artists that are yeah, usually bigger bigger names that are right. hidden in there. So yeah, it's a gem-filled, dancey Bonnaroo this year. E- even in the big print, you've got Griffin, Elenium, mm-hmm. and Flume who made headlining spots for you know different days of the week and then Others are uh, Closey, Sidepiece, Disclosure, who Disclosure is everywhere yes. this spring and summer. Porter Robinson, who's also making his rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rez, Chris Lake, G. Jones, Rekno, Vanessa, Lane 8. Yet again, our boy John Summit, Chris Lorenzo, uh, Jay Wara, Phantoms, Shipwreck. West End, Black Tiger Sex Machine, Said the Sky, Dom Bresky, Of the Trees, and it goes on and on and on. On and on and on. And, on. and so, who were some of the actual, like, head headliners? I think yeah, the, the Chicks. Yeah, the, the Dixie Chicks. The Chicks. Uh, J. Cole, uh, Tool. Tool. <laughs> 21 Savage, Stevie Nicks, Machine Gun Kelly, Roddy, Roddy Rick, Rich, Roddy, Roddy Rich. Rich. Uh, some pretty good people on the on the second line, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, uh, June sixteenth through the nineteenth. It is a little bit, uh, I guess it's the normal weekend for that. But other shows that are normally a little later, like Electric Forest, are actually a little sooner. So it ends up yep. being much closer to Electric Forest than. It normally is, which, by the way, I guess we did. Electric Forest announced the God, lineup. We, we did since miss that for this last show. That's wild. Had this show since it was early December. Ooh. It would have been basically right after um, the last show. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm I like scrolling so. back through to even get to that point. In, uh, in it was. I remember the here. point of the job that I was out on when that happened. I was in the office, luckily, and I got to watch it unfold live on EF Radio. Indeed. So we did use EF Radio to play music from a bunch of the artists, and we had two great lineup mixes from Young Bay and Mersive. Um, Mersive especially somewhat surprised me with the, his ability to just put together this crazy mix of all these different genres, and it all sounded super great. So good. Thank you, And Mercy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Disclosure, Disco Biscuits, Grizz, uh, Sylvanesso, which is interesting uh, for a headliner on Friday. Saturday is Porter Robinson, Slander, and Fisher. And Sunday is uh, Louis the Child and Big Gigantic. Of course, String Cheese is back for three different incidents. And then uh, let's see, some of the other Artists of interest, Big Wild, Closey, Dom Dalla, Duke Dumont, Elderbrook, our boy John Summit again. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> dude just came out of nowhere. Uh, LS Dream, Marcus Scholl, Shibasan, Sidepiece, uh, Subtronics, Wax Motif, Wheat Thin, Young Bay, tons of house music as well on this house lineup. House baby. 
Like, I remember people commenting on the Reddit post when we were playing some of this stuff. They're like, holy house music, you know? Uh-huh. Like, what is happening? So that was super fun to uh, to get to do and to watch unfold. It seems yeah. like it was a Again, a we love ago. the community. You guys love us. And it was just really nice to have that, that live, almost like watching it unfold in reddit yeah. posts not like a live chat and it's just i don't know it was it was awesome yeah so thank you yeah guys. for sure and uh there are more artists yet to be announced and i believe there will be curated events again this year that wasn't necessarily in the plans for 2020 um before it got canceled but it is on the lineup saying that silent disco curated events daily yoga and more will be announced um, so both of these festivals, Electric Force and Bonnaroo, have not happened since 2019. So it'll be a full three years of time mm-hmm. in between these shows. And I was just thinking to myself today how it's sometimes difficult to remember how things work with just a year in between right. shows when you're getting everybody back together and getting, you know, trying to get this train moving again. So this will be particularly an interesting experience to this watch. It's going to be amazing. Everybody get back on track. Of course, Electric Forest was canceled way ahead of time, um, but Bonnaroo had a much, <laughs> oh much God. rockier go at it because I believe both in 2020 and 21, they postponed and then ended up canceling both years yeah and and the second year wasn't even because of covid oh my gosh because of a hurricane that came through Mm -hmm. and basically god saying that you're not having this festival no matter what you do i'm gonna intervene in one way or another so hopefully bonnaroo fans get their chance to enjoy the festival in 2022 Back to music now. This is uh, a new one from Ghetto Blaster and Missy. It's called House on Warehouse 11. It's called House. 
That's Argie and Tataki. Maybe I added it because I liked the name of the song, Tataki. It, uh, you know, it's not our. It's a little more down tempo. It is, but uh, you know what? You can't not, win them all, Kent. Yeah, not every song can be upbeat <laughs> and happy. It can still be a good song. I mean, or how would we know when a song is upbeat if they uh, were all upbeat? Isn't that true? Anyway, what an allegory for life. I know for sure. This is Warehouse Eleven. Uh, we play house and techno music, and we talk about music festivals and other things that are probably inappropriate for the workplace. But you never know. Sometimes not, our workplace might... is pretty, <laughs> pretty open about most things. Indeed, that's for sure. Uh, Thursday nights, ten o'clock east or west on Electric Forest Radios, where you can hear the show or. Uh, the podcast versions warehouse11.com or wherever you happen to listen to your podcasts. Uh, more festival lineups. A couple more we'll cover. <clears throat> Beyond Wonderland is March 25th, 26th in Southern California at the NOS Event Center. Tons of people. Like it's yeah. It's one of those lineups where the words are so small that I can't even read any of them. So I just if you, if you go, be you'll show. be fine. You'll find somebody to watch. Yeah. I promise. Um, Kentucky's Forecastle Festival is one that I don't know has ever happened before. I, so it might be a brand new festival or I, they just haven't had enough electronic artists that I've ever paid attention to or whatever. But this is Memorial Day weekend, uh, May 27th through the 29th at Waterfront Park in Louisville. Porter Robinson, Lane 8, Rufus Du Soul, Alice in Wonderland, San Holo, Noizu, Dombreski, Dr. Fresh, Troy Boy, Wax Motif, Jai Wolf, Blossom, Joel Corey, and many more. Uh, plus a bunch of regular sounding people like Phoebe Bridges, Tyler the Creator, Jack Harlow, <laughs> Tame Impala. Yeah, you know, not, not of interest to us. So that's one. Um, and then Dirty Birds Camp Inn 
is happening in uh, February 25th through, 20, through the 27th. Of course, that's got the label head Claude Von Stroke, plus Chromio, DJ Heather, Eats Everything, Ivy Lab, Maya Jane Cole, Scream, Walker and Royce, and 40 other artists. So that one's a full hotel takeover. Mm-hmm. It's not an all-inclusive. So you and, and you don't have to stay at the hotel if you don't want to. So you can stay off-site and just buy tickets, or you can stay on-site and the whole hotel is booked just for the festival, so you can be as loud and raunchy as you please. Oh, it's going to be raunchy with that crew. Don't you worry. Definitely. So this show actually happened last year as well, so this is the second uh, annual event, and it uh, does take inspiration from Dirty Bird Camp Out out west, so they do the camp-style games. Um, Everybody's assigned to a team when you get there. Uh, and you can compete. There's pool parties. There's uh, a mobile renegade DJ booth, which oh. I'm just imagining that this is like going down the hallways uh-huh. at two o'clock in the morning. And uh, I don't know, maybe not, but yeah, all kinds of <clears throat> fun stuff there. So tickets are still on sale for that one, which while we're on the topic of all inclusives, I have not gotten a chance to talk about my experience at Holy Ship. Wrecked. Oh, my God. We have so much to debrief about. No. So on the last show, we were just talking about how it was about to happen and how neither of us were going. And then uh, and my then plans. Yeah. And then my plans changed that I, I had a conflict for that weekend. And then that fell through. So the week of, I started scouring the interwebs and I found... A, a spot in a room and I bought a plane ticket and I actually got a super great deal on everything and I went and had a great time met tons of people um, and I think it was probably the best thing I did in the last two years I was about possibly. to say in, in so. a big span of time <laughs> I bet yeah so uh, what I thought was interesting about this festival versus when we went to the first Holy Shipwrecked in January 2020 mm-hmm. is that it seemed like a lot more of the like OG shippers came to this one who did not come to... They got converted after yeah. they heard all the good news. So I think they were all hesitant to go to the first one. One, because it wasn't on a ship, and two, because there was that you know alcohol scare in the Dominican, mm-hmm. and so... But the combination of those those two things, I think, scared a lot of people off. And then once enough feedback that was positive started making its way through the community, people came back and it was sold out. So, um, which I think I determined based on my investigative journalism that that was about twenty five hundred people. Mm. So I I have no idea what that compares to. Because nobody would really tell us how many they, people they had were attended. That close to the they were just kind of like, time. "Oh well, it's you know, we still have some availability." Uh, it's like, well, yeah, you clearly. Um, but everything did seem very full. You know, mm-hmm. like stages were not empty by any means. But also, big difference between Riviera Maya's Hard Rock and Punta Cana's Hard Rock as far as just the spaces that are available and how things are set up and that kind of thing. So. It was easier, I think, even with a smaller crowd, to make Riviera Maya feel like it was a full yeah. crowd. So, I don't know. I need to look at my notes 
from yeah, the we'll, show. We'll come back to that. Yeah, because there were I had a lot of thoughts along the way, but now it's been two months almost, and I forgot all of them. So let's let's hop back to music. This is Asocianu. The song is called very fittingly. This is a song about dancing on oh, nice. 11. This is a song about dancing yeah everybody sit dancing cause everybody loves dancing not dance dance this is a song about dancing yeah everybody sit dancing cause everybody loves dancing not dance dance this is a song about dancing yeah everybody sit dancing cause everybody loves dancing not dance dance this is a song about dancing yeah everybody sit dancing cause everybody loves dancing not dance, dance. This is a song about dancing. Yeah, everybody sit dancing. Cause everybody loves dancing. Not dance, dance. This is a song about dancing. Yeah, everybody sit dancing. Cause everybody loves dancing. Not dance, dance.
11. I can't get enough of that sample from this song. Do, 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 do. I keep it's hearing so it. so good. Yeah, and, and I, I've heard it, of course, at festivals and uh, everywhere else, but it wasn't until recently that I realized exactly what song it was, made sure it was on this list, and I had added it like weeks ago. So uh, Don Bresky and Sid, or CID, I still don't know how they like to be no, referred to. I thought we settled on CID at one point. But yeah, I think so too. Know, Real or R-E-A-L because there are dots between each letter. So I don't know what they want me to call the song either, but it's... Some uh, things never change, guys. I know. It's we still don't know how to, how to <laughs> say anything in this realm. So back to Holy Shipwrecked 2021. Um, one of the more interesting things of the show was that Chris Lake was allowed or asked back to do the Sunrise set for two years in a row, which I was obviously very happy about. Obviously, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't in my pretty much my only complaint or fe- or constructive feedback of this festival is that the location of the Sunrise set was not as ideal as it was in Punta Cana. And maybe that's just because Punta Cana has a really nice sandy beach and Riviera Maya is rockier. And so there's not this giant beach. They have sort of artificial beaches set up where they were doing daytime pool parties and stuff. But I, there was also something about, I think after it's dark, you're not allowed to be in that body of Uh, water because it's too dangerous. So I think because of the timing, they didn't do the sunrise set on the on the beach stage, mm-hmm. and they moved it to kind of a smaller area. So it felt full, but the sunrise was behind us yeah. as opposed to behind the stage and that kind of stuff. So that was a little so that a was bit a little strange, but you know, it, but none, it is what it is. But yeah, it it ended up that Chris Lake did a sunset set the day before on that beach stage, and then he did a sunrise set. Uh, two days later, so he uh, definitely performed up to everyone's liking. Uh, Laser Lake, he doesn't really sleep a lot, does he? No, he he really doesn't. Um, and I don't think he had he. Well, I guess on the on the day that he did the sunset set was a full uh, black book takeover. Mm. So Clooney and several other people were on the stage that day. People that I hadn't even heard, but it was all fantastic so oh, yeah, super great definitely house music day my other my other complaint to get these out of the way is that unfortunately they did not use the built-in heaven nightclub what that, that was it, like the biggest yeah. thing i was excited for so i don't know what there had to be a reason and i don't know if it was covid related or what but there were indoor stages that went until three o'clock in the morning like in the heaven Lobby of but the resort, not the but not club. in the Heaven nightclub. So I don't know if maybe something was broken down, or I don't know. But that that was so Man. disappointing. They did have a, they had the OG like graduation ceremony. So I think after you go to is it four four ships, yeah. then you get like a, a robe, which is your graduation gown per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had that in the nightclub, but oh, that's nice. that was the only event. That they had in that nightclub. That is, oh, that is really disappointing. So it doesn't make. It, it, I mean, it's like nicer than many nightclubs 
are just you know that <laughs> do really well and yet you it wasn't utilized so i don't know i don't know very bizarre but there had to have been some other reason behind that i'm gonna we'll let it slide i'm gonna hope so i put that on my feedback good uh survey good. that they need to use let that them know. so uh let's see i don't know my list my list doesn't have a ton of stuff on it i thought i thought it was super great um as usual just to have artists mingling around like to be able to sit down at yep. one of the restaurants and having um noise and wax motif sit down right next to you for a steak dinner it was pretty is pretty cool um i mean the service is fantastic as usual i thought you know again just if you've never been to a show at an all-inclusive it's just like a whole next level experience of having people wait on you in the middle of the crowd bring you drinks whatever you want um yeah it's just a it's just a fantastic experience they they did a lot of um like street food setups in the main stage area so i thought that was a nice improvement um if you had to compare and contrast this versus last time you went we went yeah you say it was a market improvement about the same or worse Overall. I personally, I had a, I felt like I had a much better experience this yeah. time. Oddly enough, like I think that it, and maybe that's just because I felt more comfortable with the show itself and knowing yeah. what to expect or or whatever. But um, or maybe it was because I went by myself and at first I was like very reserved and I wasn't sure. And then once I got comfortable with meeting people and stuff like that it was just a, it was a rewarding yeah experience for sure in that way but um i don't know i mean ultimately you would not have really known that covid was a thing i mean like everybody's wearing their masks and everything from the airport and on the shuttles and then you got there and you never saw anybody wear a mask oh, ever sure. again Definitely. even though you know the signage is plastered all over the resort that you need to wear a mask indoors and all this kind of stuff and there's um, no rules on the dance floor and the whole resort's yeah, a dance floor at that point yeah for sure um so the big question is you know what will holy ship do next will they keep it at you know rotating between punta cana and riviera maya or will they go to some of the other locations or will they go to different resorts altogether i'm pretty sure when they first announced this or that somebody told me along the way that there was a they had signed a lengthy contract with hard rock so i mean obviously that's one of my favorite places to go anyway so i would yeah. like to see it stay there um one thing that was a the, the, the one yeah the absolute most obvious covid drawback was that everybody had to get a test before leaving on an international flight mm -hmm. and i think right before while we were at the festival the u.s changed those from three days before to 24 hours before so that was a bit of a shuffle but the crazy thing is some people who were flying out the day right after the show went in 24 hours before got a COVID test. Some people came back with false positives oh, and Jesus. were removed from the resort and missed the whole last day of the show. That's terrible. So when people, if you tested positive, they just quickly like Get sent out. you off to an offsite residence in by Marriott Hotel in Playa and that was it there was no arguing you couldn't ask for a retest nothing you were just out so mm. 
I don't know how Holy Ship handled that because I know there were some people who later tested with a like a, a, a PCR test yeah. and they tested negative. So like the whole thing was for nothing. Uh, that's so I don't know. Luckily, I was uh, there an extra day and a bunch of people that I was with were. So we didn't even have to worry about that or think about that happening. But pro tip for next time, if COVID testing is still a thing, book that extra day or or just don't go to the testing and test at the airport that's an option too you can just pay extra to test the airport um but i know there were also some people who were saying they would test and then just run away because (laughs) how is how is the hotel staff going to find you in a crowd of people they were essentially asking you to wait for 20 minutes until your test results came back and then they would release you but you know if you weren't there to be scooped up and sent right. to a different hotel, then you were in the clear. <laughs> so that's so, amazing. Yeah. So I think it was definitely um, a great experience. I look forward to going again. And uh, Insomniac was completely out of the picture this year. Interestingly. So oh. Oh, I didn't know this. Pasquale was not roaming around. There was. There was uh, like a Factory 93 takeover at one point on a stage, but other than that, they were very... Very low-key. Yeah. Not, not involved at all. Yeah. Weird. To the point where non-industry people noticed. Oh. That's where I knew that's something when, was up. That's when you got an, an issue. Somebody was... Like, several people were like, where's Pasquale? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know you knew who Pasquale was, and all that kind of stuff so thought that wow. was interesting and I don't know what the story is or you know what to think of that get that scoop Kent yeah we'll have to work on that so I think that does it for this episode of the show we'll be back next time with more thoughts and festival lineups uh, my name's and Kent shenanigans and music and I'm Clayton and our last song is by Cyberpunkers The song is called The Line is Bugged. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.